Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 397. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news. And then we'll be recapping our time in San Diego for Comic-Con 2018. And then we'll be discussing uh, recent episodes of Trial and Error and Younger. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 397. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. I'm Kyle from notaryruns.net. And I'm Ray. And she's Ray. <laughs> from the internet. <laughs> I'm not even from the internet, I don't really think anymore. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and she's Ray from her front room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my kitchen. Thank you very much. Okay, there you go. Closer <laughs> to snacks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're uh, back with a, another new episode. Kyle is sounding a little bit more himself. Just a bit. Well, actually, Kyle is actually making sounds. So, like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a positive. There was a period yeah. of time where he didn't sound like anything. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, Ray is on since uh, Amory has been sick and then also has uh, other things uh, happening. So Happy to fill in. Yeah, and so uh, it's also been a while since Ray's been on the uh, podcast, uh, but uh, that's also been a function of the amount of podcasts that we've recorded over the last uh, few months as well. But uh, we're back. Hopefully uh, get uh, uh, going here as we go into the fall season and... And uh, in uh, mid, early to mid-September, we'll be hitting episode 400. So hopefully we can figure out uh, what we want to do for uh, for that episode. Uh, but until then, we'll uh, just uh, jump into the news. Uh, ABC has renewed uh, the $100,000 Pyramid, Celebrity Family Feud, and To Tell the Truth uh, for new seasons. CBS has renewed Ransom for a third season. Or I suppose they've agreed to continue to buy the show from whoever actually produces it. You actually watch that one, don't you? Well, I I was, but then they got rid of one of the characters, and now it's the show's completely now the show's different, and uh, and I never really finished out the the second season. So, uh, but yeah. Do they hold people for ransom on that show? Uh, pretty much on a weekly basis when it's on. Man, somebody, somebody in the world has been taken, and uh, they call in. That's a, a different show. They they call in a master <laughs> negotiator uh, to to get them back. Uh, the next one is uh, pretty interesting. That HBO has a officially announced that the uh, Deadwood movie is a go. So that long hoped for, and then long rumored and then said, yeah, we're going to do it. But then now they've officially like, it's actually, actually happening. Uh, so if you're, we're a Deadwood fan, you have uh, that to look forward to. Uh, speaking of things uh, coming back for one final movie type episode, uh, NBC announced that it will bring back timeless uh, for what they're calling a two-part finale or a two-hour finale or whatever. It'd basically be a TV movie type of thing. Uh, although they may do it in two parts so they can hit two different historical periods like in the 
in the final in the final go around. Uh, but at least they'll bring that to some sort of uh, conclusion, uh, which is uh, good for uh, fans of that show. Uh, and adds another check to the canceled, not canceled list yeah, of the season. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, uh, Netflix has renewed Altered Carbon for a second season. I still never finished the first season yet, but I did like what I what I have seen of it so far. Uh, Own has renewed Love Is uh, for a second season. Uh, Paramount Network has renewed Yellowstone for a second season, so it's a good, it's a banner day for for first season shows here. Uh, getting a second season, it's reminding me of how far behind on TV I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Showtime will bring uh, the affair to an end with season five, uh, and then also bring Homeland to an end with season eight. Uh, and then uh, Sci-Fi has renewed Winona Earp for a fourth season. And uh, USA Network has canceled Colony after three seasons. So uh, I'm wondering if that even had a proper ending or if it was a yeah, I don't know how, surprise. Yeah, I don't know how that ended or, or, or where it was uh, in that. But that's one of those shows that uh, hopefully they did have something. But then if they didn't, I didn't hear any uproar about it being canceled and not getting. <laughs> was anyone still watching? Yeah, was like, like... Which maybe <laughs> why it got canceled is they <laughs> nobody was really watching it any longer. Uh, but yeah, mostly a bunch of uh, renewals, one one cancellation, and a couple of things being brought back uh, for one final finale. Uh, so uh, there's that uh, with the with the news over the last uh, few weeks since the last uh, episode that we recorded was before we went to Comic-Con. And now we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what we did at, uh, at Comic-Con with our uh, San Diego Comic-Con 2018 recap. What were your favorite press rooms and or panels that uh, you attended? Uh, we'll start with you, Ray. This one's going to be an easy one for me. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> because I didn't attend either. <laughs> I mean, I tried to get into some panels. I did not succeed at it. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, yes, I do remember the... Uh, oh, that looks like I can get in. I just need to go grab something for my room. Oh man, yeah, the line got the really. Yeah, the person who said to me, "That room is empty." <laughs> it, 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 was, it was. It was empty. It did not stay empty. Yes, it was <laughs> empty when I walked by a few minutes before, but uh, the line got really big, really quick. Uh, soon after, there for uh, what was that for? A good place or Brooklyn Nine Nine or both? <laughs> no, Probably it was both. For John Barrowman. Uh, John Barrowman, you didn't, they, all the all kinds of things. Uh, all the Doctor Who people. The Doctor Who panel was happening when the room was empty. Then the Doctor Who panel ended, and I was upstairs eating lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and they all migrated over. And they got did because they filled line. it up very quickly. <laughs> and I lost my opportunity to get into it. 
but you had lunch, so you know. Um. Not really. <laughs> That's what's important to Jason. <laughs> it is important to Jason, although the food would be disappointing because it was, you know, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. How about you, Kyle? So, uh, so I only attended four panels, uh, most of which were on Sunday since there were no press rooms on Sunday. Um, but I, I, well, out of those, I guess my favorite was probably Legion just because it was fun to watch all the cast deny that they weren't confused by the show, except for one actor who was readily admitting that he had no clue what he was doing. He had no understanding of what was happening on the show. And you could tell, like, he was feeling let down that everyone was leaving him hanging because as the only honest one in the group, like admitting that. And then eventually over time, you could see some of them were getting, starting to reveal maybe they didn't quite fully understand Maybe they were were in the same spot. Yeah, but they just weren't ready to to admit it. Uh, But I'd say my favorite press room was probably Disenchantment. Even though we weren't allowed photos and we weren't allowed, like, video in that room, it was just... Like Matt Groening and um, one of the somebody else, uh, the, the other series creator of the show. And it was amazing how quiet and respectful people were. Like everyone was split into three tables, but it was a giant room and you could hear a pin drop as he was at each table. And they let everyone stay. And pretty much most people stayed just to listen what was going on at the other tables, just because it was like he's just very fascinating. Like this guy, I've been watching his shows for like over 30 years now and it was just so nice to be sitting at the table with him he he brought sketches that he drew earlier in the day of all the characters and went through every character and described them like that's when everyone's like i wish i could take photos of this right now because he had all these great sketches that he had just drawn and then uh during the second table john dimaggio who does the voice of bender on futurama he showed up just randomly in the room and so he joined the conversation for the rest of the tables um and then another room i enjoyed was the purge just because i'm really excited for that show and at one point one of the actors even uh stopped in the middle of her answering her question he's like wow you look really excited for this show (laughs) (laughs) and so i guess it really showed how how interested i was in this show and and how excited i was to um to to find out more about that show and then i would say the last one was the stand against evil press room just because it was fun being in there with amory who had never seen the show before so she didn't really know what the show was about so i was (laughs) waiting to see her reaction so one of the things i started off the thing so um the last time we saw your character he was uh kind of missing a head and i look over to to amory's reaction just to see (laughs) And then, like, later on, the the actors are talking like, oh, yeah, I think my favorite was when I was being chased by the demon baby. And the other guy's like, oh, yeah, the demon baby. He was great. And so, like, it was just great to watch uh, Amory's reaction because she didn't know just how nuts this show can get. That's pretty good. Well, for me, it's uh, on the panel front. Uh, it's pretty easy. I didn't get into any panels. Uh but uh, I also didn't try to get into any panels, so it was a little bit less disappointing experience than Ray had <laughs> for, for not getting into any. Um, uh, 
but uh, press room wise, I think uh, my favorite press room was uh, the manifest press room. Uh, partially because I I do I do like the pilot uh, for that show, but also they only had if I remember correctly, they had the you know the the two actors that are playing brother and sister, and then uh, you know like the the creator of the show, uh, and but there was it was in a smaller room, and it was it was still kind of full, but they didn't have like a you know a a ton of tables and a huge press line, and so but they also got everybody to every table. And you got, you know, we got like eight to ten minutes with like each one uh, throughout the time. And so you got, uh, you know, decent information and stuff like that. But it wasn't uh, it wasn't that you didn't miss anybody. Uh, and it wasn't like too long where pretty soon you're somebody's like, so <laughs> you enjoying your Comic-Con experience? Because nobody else. <laughs> I had a few of those rooms. Because yeah. <laughs> nobody else. Because they said they were going to take them, but they haven't taken them yet. Uh, but no, it was, it was really well run for, uh, even the amount of people that was in the small room and only having three people to put to anything at any given time. But, uh, you know, everybody got, uh, everybody and it was just, uh, that, that one was just on the, it was run really well front. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, what other... Which other press rooms? Nothing else really. I mean, nothing was really super, super, super poorly run. I mean, there were a few where uh, it was tough to get a seat. I think it was wasn't the. I, I think it was the, the magicians was tough to get a seat in. That was a little packed. Yeah, and uh, there was one room where we missed, like the show creator, because like. Uh, she left towards the beginning to uh, the room for whatever reason, and then uh, by the time she came back, she you know she had done like some of the press line, and then she did like the la you know like one table. Uh, uh, that was um, that was a little disappointing on that front, uh, just because on a brand new show, the person you want to kind of talk to, it's great to talk to the actors or whatever, but the only person that actually knows anything. <laughs> Uh, about you know the show is is the person who's creating it. Uh, Plus the actors don't know what they're allowed to say, yeah. so they're they're kind of hush hush. Some if, of that, but they... then also they've you know they've maybe you know they've maybe only seen you know maybe only done an episode and seen a script for the next one or something or uh, but you know the show creator knows what the season is and what potential past there is and you know. Uh, and is a little more interesting to talk to. Uh, so that was, but I think it was, was it the, I think it was the CBS room where they put so many, there were so many people in there that it was crazy loud. Uh, the press line was not a line. It was an L it went down one side of the room and then started down the another side of the room, uh, which uh, is is sort of uh, ridiculous on that front too. Um, 
but then those ones are those ones can be fun, but then also uh, kind of messed up because they put all of their shows in one room, and so there were people there that were pretty much only interested in Magnum PI, or interested in Crazy Ex Girlfriend, or interested in the Charmed reboot, uh, or interested in. Uh, What's the new... I can't think of the other one. Uh, to tell a story. They had people uh, from all of those shows in one room? Yeah, That's what CBS does every year. They every put year, all they, their shows in uh, one room. And, and so you they, never know who's going to come up next. And when in this you, case, uh, you have... You know, since they're all CBS produced, even though one's going to air on CBS All Access and one's going to air on the CW and one's going to air on CBS proper, uh, you had, you know, you had them all in there. And so... They let a ton of people in there because people inquire about it because they want to talk to, you know, uh, people about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend or they want to talk to, you know, about this other show. Uh, but then when you're in there for those, you know, you're only really interested in one thing, uh, but they'll bring people over. And so, like, they'll sit down... Uh, like we got a couple of actors from Magnum PI and then they get up and leave. And then we get a couple of actors from, uh, to tell a story. And then, you know, and then you get like the show creators of this and then you get, and so you're, at least they do hand out like, a uh, sheets of paper with photos of all the people. So, you know, like when these, t these people show down, you're like, Oh, these are the, the executive producers of Magnum PI and, <laughs> you know, not, uh, so you know who's who, but it's still, it's still interesting because you never, you know, you never know who you, all you're going to get in the time period because you almost never get end up getting everybody, um, and uh, huh. but it's uh, it can, <laughs> it's been some of the weirdest press rooms. It's been also some of the most fun press rooms, like a few years ago. Uh, when, you know, like the Scorpion cast was there and, and, uh, various things, but, uh, and and, Zoo, and, yeah, Ray's and, favorite. and Zoo, and, uh, <laughs> look, uh, don't make fun of my love of Zoo, okay? Under the dome. I still have a third season sitting on my TV, though. I haven't watched it yet. Well, you don't need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but Even yeah. I didn't like the third season, so you're okay. Uh, but that one, that one was kind of, uh, interesting on the, just the, like the logistics of it. And so there'll be people at the table that have, you know, somebody will sit down and they don't care. That's not why they're there. They're waiting to hopefully get, you know, you know, so-and-so from, you know, this show or, or what have you. And so uh, that one was interesting, but uh, not necessarily the best uh, uh, run this go around. Uh, but I, I, I'd have to say, I guess that was the, uh, my favorite and sort of, I don't know. It was still kind of fun because you're just like uh, sometimes the conversations while you're waiting for people to come uh, in rooms like that uh, can be entertaining as well. But we'll move on to the uh, next question. Uh, Ray, how about uh, outside activ activations? Did you uh, what of those? Um, did you end up attending? <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> I mean, I, I went to Jack Ryan um, Amazon's Jack Ryan activation. I don't understand this word. Why do they call them activations? Anyway, that's my own pet peeve. Um, it's and that activated. one was fun. 
So I didn't... Which, which things did you do with the Jack Ryan? Well, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> um, I didn't really do any of I mean, I did like the scavenger hunt inside the Jack Ryan area. We didn't get into the escape room and the VR thing was closed while we were there. So <laughs> I didn't really do any of the fun stuff. <laughs> um, what else did I do? I kept walking by the good place. Did never stand in line for it because it was never going to stand in that line. Um, I went over to like, what was that place called? The experience? Is that what it was called? Yeah. Um, Where there was a whole bunch of different things. So I did like the, I didn't do the, um, the action sequence you could do with cloak and dagger, but I, I stood in line and got a badge and won something. I think a cell phone wallet. I don't know. Um, And then I did like the, uh, the history channel for their new show blueprint was doing um, like, like they would go through the questionnaire that they would put people through back in the, whenever that was the fifties, sixties, when they would be asking them about their alien encounters. And then they did a sketch of your alien encounter. Um, so that one was kind of fun. I mean, I liked my sketch. You didn't stop by. Didn't. You didn't stop by and get any Batman or Wonder Woman ice cream on your way through the experience. No, there was long lines. I know. <laughs> and I've had that ice cream, <laughs> so I was like, "Well, I must stand in line for ice cream." I have so. <laughs> um, there were lines everywhere, everybody, and I didn't have any kind of like special pass to get to the front of the line, like all my press friends did. Um, I mean, I was, I was with somebody else when I got to the front of the line for blueprint. So, <laughs> um, I did go to the adult swim area that was actually open late, which I'm not sure you guys knew cause you were probably across the street already, but they were literally open till like 2 AM or something every night. Um, all of their games, their carnival games were closed early, but you could go over there and they were doing some kind of live podcast that you could watch. I don't know. It was weird. I mean, it was, it looked like a fun area. I just was never there to play the games. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were lots of lines everywhere. The Jack Ryan line, when Kyle and I went over there, you know, to go in at, uh, you know, 9 a.m. And they, uh, there was already a huge line. And then just the sheer amount of time that it took us to go through I was like, half those people out there are not getting in. Like this is more than half. Like, yeah. Like, at some point they need to go out and be like, uh, the line ends here. Like, <laughs> chances of you getting in after this is, uh, you might as well not stand here. Like, because uh, I mean, I thought they did that because, like, on that Sunday they certainly capped. Like, they had capped it before the place even opened. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think they, you know, they do. I don't know where. I don't know if they had or whatever, but it just seemed like such a long line. And that, <laughs> that uh, from the time that we got in there and actually got, we're at the front of the line uh, to the, we got through, it was, you know, actually got through the experience. It was over an hour. And so, well, that's because they were doing like filming and stuff. Oh, you're talking about once we actually started it. Yeah, I'm saying once we yeah, actually yeah. I'm saying once we actually started, like we were standing at the uh I mean once we got to the front of the line and they were 
you know, they were, you know, you could see people that had already been suited up and stuff like that. They were running them through it or whatever. Uh, but like once we got uh, to the front of the line from then, it took about an hour because they take you in. Uh, they, they, you know, give you a little presentation and then they, you know, put you into a harness and then over the top of the harness, they put on the VR computer backpack and and goggles and gloves and and stuff over your uh, shoes for, you know, so that all the different sensors and stuff like that. Uh, and then, you know, you get sent out like one at a time and they drive you over and you go up, you went up the stairs and sat in the back of the helicopter. Uh, and then by the time, you, you know, it must have sat in the back of the helicopter for 20 20- well, that was because they were trying to hook up some camera to me so that I would appear on the on the giant screen well, so that they because they were doing the Twitch, the live Twitch feed. Well, and they so doing, they, they kept trying to hook something else extra up to you. But that wasn't they were still sending people through like there was it wasn't like nobody was going. Uh, there were there were people going by the time it was your turn to go. They just well, they skipped me. They skipped me and let people jump ahead because they were still trying to get the the antenna on my back so well, that I would transmit to that screen. The only, uh, the only, the only people that jumped ahead were the VVIPs there <laughs> 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 that got uh, that were like ushered up and like straight through, didn't have to sit in the back of the helicopter and wait their turn. Uh, but at any rate, with all this stuff, by the, you know the thing itself was only like what like six minutes long maybe or something was it that quick i thought uh, it was more like 10 15 minutes maybe uh, it was it's not uh, it, it felt it felt pretty quick but also uh, exhausting yeah, i think it was like i think it was like maybe maybe seven eight minutes at most like uh by the time you were uh, at the uh the end thing for the actual vr experience itself uh, and then, you know, you go through a little thing at the end, uh, and then they take you into another tent and you got to take all the, the various equipment off and stuff like that. And so I was like, man, if it takes that long to actually get through like <laughs> one person, like, uh, as, as, as they're going through, I mean, they are sending somebody through it like every few minutes. Like once you start a few minutes later, somebody else is starting behind you. Uh, so there's multiple people on the course at one time. Uh, but still, I was like, man, that's going to take. Forever. I mean, the experience itself was actually fun, but I don't know that I'd want to wait. I mean, first, yeah. <laughs> when you're on that helicopter, first they have you like you're going down. You have to rappel down a rope. It feels like you have the VR stuff on. So it like, you know, it's not that high. But when you're in the VR thing, it looks like really high, like you're rappelling down from the rope from the helicopter. Yeah. Well, you're and then just you have sitting to- in a real like shell of a helicopter and holding on to a real, you know, rope and pull, you know, like a winch type system. And you actually jump off of that. And since there's nothing below you, you are actually hanging there. But once you're in the VR experience, you have that, as they were calling it, a 4D like experience. And so you have like the 3D virtual world, but you're also feeling like you're actually hanging from something. And so when the helicopter's moving with you hanging out 
outside the helicopter inside the VR world, it is a weird experience because you are actually holding on to something. Uh, and so I thought that that would, while it didn't work exactly great for mine, I thought the, that added bit of, of, you know, like going down a zip line when you're zip lining in, in the VR world is an interesting, you know, type of thing when you're actually, uh, you know, in, of, in what feels you're, you're holding onto a steering wheel and you're in what, you know, you're sitting in a seat and, and it's moving around to the, you know, to how it's moving around that what you see, uh, you know, adding that extra experience to the virtual reality is pretty cool. Well, like also you had to like walk across this thin board that was between two buildings and like you, you could see from far away, it's a complete solid floor with this board yeah. across wanted, the middle. I want but to when you see that in VR sides, so it looked like I was running on air <laughs> in the but VR. When you, when, you, when you see that in the VR and you see like nothing below you and also it rocks a bit when you walk on it, it starts to feel real that you're and like you just want to run across that thing. But they tell you you can't because then the board's going to break. And I ran across the- it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other weird experience is that they had people making sure you didn't like run into things and hurt yourself and stuff. But they're not in the virtual world. Re- world with you and so you would hear these voices and stuff and then all of a sudden somebody would grab people you. like turning you and like <laughs> like where's this person touching me like i don't see anyone and uh which is really weird when you're in the you're in a room where you're supposed to be looking for you know like the intel before you you know you and then the bad guys come in and they're shooting at you and and stuff and so you have this guy telling you like get down you know do this and you're but you're you're like shouldn't like if you're if you're actually getting like those types of things there should have been like somebody in the vr world that like you were that you could see off to the side like it wasn't like it wasn't just you like it was maybe you and another person uh that went in you know looking for the thing because it was weird that was the one weird experience of it was having somebody uh because it made it seem like you were on a mission with somebody else but you couldn't see them, <laughs> you know, like they had taken really good cover. They're just in uh, your, your headset. Yeah. They're just warning you. Yeah. They somehow have a better view of what's going on in there than you do. They're telling you to, uh, to do all this stuff. Did you uh, have a headset on? You had, yeah, you had part of your whole thing was like a headset so that you could hear other things and like you were fully yeah, covered it, with it was stuff. Fully, it was fully immersive. Yeah, I get it. Because uh, so, you had a the headset was hooked to the visor that gave you like the VR stuff. Yeah, so you were getting the sounds that were in the VR world, but it didn't completely cover your ears enough that you couldn't hear somebody that was standing next to you outside. You no, know? oh, no, I know. I'm a, I'm saying they yeah. could have uh, they could have found a way to add that voice to the. Or like they could have, or they could have in in some of the situations they could have had like like when you're going in, they could have made it like you were going in with a team. And and the, yeah, that requires networking. That's more. Well, that's more they, than they were. Gonna well, do. they could just put the other the other person just wears some sensors and is in. Yeah, because there were there were people shooting at you who were wearing sensors. They were, and so they would show up in the in the thing, and so they were really there, like acting and and trying to shoot you. But they weren't part like the so you could see them. They could have done that same thing with like a support person who was there with you. 
Gotcha. Uh, but uh, but overall, it was a pretty cool experience to have that extra, you know, sort of that extra feeling. Uh, uh, you know, when when you think of being in some of you know like virtual worlds or virtual gaming or something like that, you're kind of just sitting somewhere and you know you're you really know you're not moving, but it does add an extra aspect to it when uh like when you know better but you yeah. can't trust the agency and like, yeah when you yeah when you know better but yet you feel an actual board beneath you like because the the thing that they built across they actually built a board into the center part of it so like you are actually walking you know across a board even though if you like took a step off you were just on a you know a four foot wide you know uh bridge across you know from one section of the thing to the next uh, and they were saying that some people even got on all fours and like shimmy across the board because they were <laughs> <laughs> it was that immersive to them. Uh, but yeah, so so that was I I think that was uh, for me that was the best uh, you know outside activation. Uh, I mean the other the other one was it was just kind of uh, more of a fun uh, the Purge City store. Yeah, that was the purge I... was fun just because it was it was a fake store built off of, you know, like it was a party city, but it's purge city. And so you go in, they hand you an actual store circular, you know, f- full color, four page with like specials and things like that. They've got they give you like 20 purge bucks that you can spend in the store on T-shirts and magnets and bumper stickers and various things. But then they had all kinds of other uh, stuff in there, uh, but then the um, employees were playing, were in character, and so they'd be asking you stuff like, you know, so uh, what are your plans for, uh, you know, the purge and, uh, and stuff, you you know, and if you said you were, like, planning on going out, they would, like, take you over and go and show you, you know, like, this body armor that they had or whatever, or if you said you planned on staying in, they took you over and they are like, well, here's uh, our home security system that we have, you know, and, uh, and at different times, we weren't there during the time that they did uh, that, but they also had, like, a, a demonstration section. So they were going to be doing, you know, like, store demonstrations of, like, the Purge Away, like, uh, laundry detergent and uh, various other products and stuff like that, like, you know, you might see on a Saturday afternoon at Costco or something. Yeah, and if you could get, you could actually buy those if you were there during the during the presentations. Yeah, but I, those those people in in character were so amazing. Like always smiles when they're talking about killing people and death yeah. and like <laughs> like and like, like so you're at a party in, city, but for the purge. <laughs> but when I went in, like. Like, so I had, like, I decided when, whenever someone asked me, one of the employees, I was going to say, oh, I think I might go out and have some fun. So, like, the first employee that I got up to, he's like, oh, uh, so are you, what are your plans for the night? And I was like, oh, I think I might go. I was like, oh, that's great. Last year, me and my friends, we went out and we had sex with llamas. I'm like, I'm like oh. how do I even respond to that? <laughs> so then I'm walking around. Somebody else like pulls you out. Oh, so what are your plans for? And I go, oh, I think I might go out tonight. It's like, oh, that's great. Me and my friends, we went crazy last year. We went into this mattress store and we cut off all the tags. And like, <laughs> he looks so proud of himself. And it was just like, <laughs> plus the store was like, 
they had like stuff down to the details. I had like whole home security, like like a whole model home built with security stuff and like different things. Like oh, you could press buttons to see how the different pieces of security would work. Like something that it was like a water system that would put out fires on your roof if someone set a fire on your roof. And like they went to so much detail in the store. But I, I was really impressed by that. Yeah, right down, you know, to going through the checkout and, you know, to get your your stuff or whatever. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. I'm not sure it was stand in line for, like, two or three hours fun to get 20 bucks worth of purge crap. But, you know, like... No, and that uh, one was huge. Because <laughs> I tried to go into it after I lost all my stuff. Fortunately, I was able to get uh, a quick pass back in to get re-get my uh, purge swag. Uh, but, uh, uh, speaking of, uh, speaking hey, I of forgot swag, one. what, what, another wait, wait, activation? I did forget an did? activation. What's the, while you guys were talking, I remembered it, that I went to that, um, the Castle Rock. <coughs> Sorry, it was a cough. Is that what it was called? Castle Rock? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, like the... Some of the stuff in it was lame, but I actually thought you were talking about the actors is what made me think of it. But the like the actors at the front of the house and like it's supposed to be a bed and breakfast. Um, And the guy who like checks you in when you first go in, they were all really like they were like never broke character. (laughs) And they're I don't even really know what the show is about other than clearly it's something creepy. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you know, Stephen King. So um because they were like one minute they would be all smiley and the next minute they were just like staring you down like creepily and you were just like, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I did enjoy that one. And that, that, I did. I also did go to the good place thing. So that, that was more of like, it wasn't really something you did. It was more of like a full immersive experience. And again, they had like all these actors playing roles so when you first went in like you saw some video of michael and janet and they're welcoming you to the good place and they had uh like some comic-con related uh little banter between them and then like the door opened up and then you walked into the back where it was like this backyard carnival type of area and so when you walk in like all these actors playing characters start walking up to you and asking you questions but they're purposely like this when you first registered they put on this rfid bracelet which had all your information so they'd scan your bracelet and it would uh it would give them your real information but they would start saying calling you by the wrong name and like (laughs) oh it's good to see you because like you're supposed to be like oh i don't really belong here but uh so like one person when i first walked in she ran up to me like oh you're my soulmate and we're gonna be together forever and then like some other woman came up is like you really have to stop doing this he's not your soulmate and like then you see her walk away like sad and then i could hear in the background and saying the same exact thing to somebody else like oh you're my soulmate so then like i was walking around some more and like they had like this little uh it was like, you know, those little rides outside of a grocery store with like for little kids where you put in a quarter, you just ride the horse around. Right. But in this one, it was shrimp. So you get on and it was like three shrimp and you just spin around in a circle like on this little kitty ride. They gave you like a little foam shrimp as a as a little souvenir. 
And then I'd walk around a little more and they had a guy who was pretty much cheaty, but he wasn't cheaty, but he was like explaining the trolley problem and quizzing people. And he never broke character. Like I'd answer some things like uh, like he would ask questions like, oh, would you save these people? And at first I misunderstood. I thought they were my family. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I would save them. And I was like, oh, wait, they're not my family. No, no, I wouldn't save them. And then he was like, whoa, and (laughs) and like going nuts, like you really wouldn't save these innocent people and so like while he was talking then some other guy like jumped down he was like this loud like rocker guy and he was like you guys don't belong here you belong in a bad place with me and so like he he kept on interrupting and so he was playing along with people and like things started to to escalate as the uh as the time went on so then like as i was walking back into the main area some woman ran up to me like oh I, I don't belong here. I need someone to take a really good. I need to take a really good picture of someone and then maybe they'll let me stay. Uh, and so she's trying to use her camera. It doesn't work. She's banging it. She's like, can I borrow your your phone so I can take a picture of you? And so like she lines up. I see her line up the picture. She smiles. Oh, I took the best picture. So when she hands me back my phone, I start looking at my phone. She ended up taking a selfie of herself <laughs> with my camera. And so then all of a sudden after that's done, like all, like stuff goes nuts. Some guy like starts running out he tries to he try, tries to go climb on some woman's shoulders then he rips off his shirt and starts doing push-ups like the like in the second season and then like all of a sudden things go nuts and they're like you have to get out you have to get out and we all like are escorted out to the end of the end of the building and when we were leaving they handed us like these little like thumbs up or thumbs down pins I think what was supposed to happen, like for people, I was there on the press night. I think what's supposed to happen is with your RFID, they they know which people you interacted with, and then you're supposed to get some kind of score and know if you're in the the good place or the bad place. Like they email you that later on. Yeah, or gotcha. But that wasn't working when I was there. Like we didn't get that that result. But I mean, overall, like it was a fun, immersive experience that they really mixed in things from the show. Like if you were familiar with the show, there was lots of fun stuff in there for you to to see like while that was going on just trying to rub it in that i never got in <laughs> you could have waited in line I could... <laughs> fair point i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's it's true it was a long line man but, but ray doesn't do long lines anymore she's passed i do the long okay. line okay. for the escape room on sunday but I got four extra Jack Ryan water bottles out of it, like from waiting in line for that yeah. thing. They're just and seven get... and seven real dollars. They were just trying to get rid of whatever they had to. They were. They definitely were. Because like I walked up and they're like, "Oh, would you like one?" There's two people. They both hand me one. I'm like, "Okay, fine. I'll take them both." <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, getting a uh, swag, I'd or, give you a <laughs> or <laughs> or whatnot. Uh, what's the uh, you know best thing uh, you bought or piece of swag you got uh, while you were at Comic Con this year, Ray? <laughs> well, now this one I have covered. <laughs> <laughs> um, have, I'm I'm gonna answer for both things. I might have a couple of answers. Um, swag. So my Jack Ryan tote bag got a lot of use. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's the best piece of swag I got, but I did use it a lot, even on the plane. So, um, so of all of the tote bags I got, I did like that one the best. Um, she got a lot of tote bags, people. <laughs> I did get a, a lot, lot of tote, tote bags. bags. 
Even the one with the rookie on it, it was better than that one. Um, yes, because but that one it, doesn't. The arm thing is not long enough on that one. But was it better than your Amazon Fire TV fanny pack? Um, <laughs> I totally every, forgot about those. <laughs> everything is better than the Amazon Fire fanny pack. I mean, if anybody wants one, I have one in both orange and pink. So I do too. <laughs> um, I'm not even sure how I got two. If I'm being honest with you, because I only went there once, so I'm not sure how that happened. Um, uh, wait, you didn't go? Did you? You just went on the part to the party? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Somebody must have given me theirs. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. I'm not Amory, sure why. Maybe Amory had too many, and so she. Maybe. Snuck one into your bag because <laughs> you needed because <laughs> you needed something extra, like to pack around something, right? Um, yeah, I needed that extra. I didn't have space in my bag, people. Um, I brought one carry on bag that I had to pack early to make sure I didn't need to go buy a bag. I would tell you how much swag I purchased. Anyway, um, but my favorite piece of swag that I got, I mean, I liked the tote bag, but um, I think I liked the Mr. Mercedes. I lost my mind in San Diego shirt the best because I loved wearing that home on the last day. Um, seemed appropriate. Um, and I like that swag that you can get that is unique to that year of Comic-Con. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually don't know if that one is unique to this year. But... Yeah, last year they had, like, make-your-own T-shirts at the Mr. Mercedes thing. Um, and I didn't. I got it at the Wired Cafe is where I got that. Anyway, I'm sure they were giving it out at and what did they have for Mr. Mercedes? Did they actually have a... Yeah, they had a whole big activation where you could go in. It was some interactive thing. It was far away, so I never made it over there. It was uh, over by, like, a, even further than the Children's Museum, I think. Oh. Oh, that's too far, man. Anyway, um, as for pieces of swag that I purchased, hmm, I purchased a lot of stuff, you guys. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like a lot of stuff. I spent a lot of money that when I got home, I was like, oh, I spent that much money. Um, well, one is not TV related, but it was my favorite thing. I bought a print um, from Flim Flammery and the artist was actually there. So he signed it for me. Um, it is of the it's like the San Diego area gas lamp area. And it has a bunch of um, zoo animals. Because I love the San Diego Zoo and I love San Diego, so it's kind of perfect for me. Um, that's the one that I went back and exchanged for a bigger one. <laughs> uh, anyway, and TV wise, I think it was my Doctor Who t shirt. No, my Doctor Who, yeah, my Doctor Who t shirt, but I liked the, not the one that was with the new Doctor on it, but they had the TARDIS in the rainbow colors. That one's my favorite of the purchased swag. All right, you guys? So for me, um, my five Jack Ryan water bottles, those are pretty nice. <laughs> they are um, really nice water bottles. They are quality water bottles. Um, There's some heavy-duty things. And the, that that made me have to move stuff into a second bag because my bag was too heavy due to those <laughs> aluminum water bottles. But then also my Purge swag, which was basically um, I got a, a maroon t-shirt that said the purge i got a um 
a like a frameable version of the amendment um and then a like a magnet for your car that says like follow me to the purge um and then oh i did get a nice t-shirt on the way out of the legion panel uh um, I think that's all the swag I got. And then for purchases, I, I only purchased two things. I purchased a Futurama comic, which I didn't even know existed, so I was happy to discover that. Uh, and then also a Mr. Clucks t-shirt at the ABC booth. I purchased that as well from Lost. Yeah, for me, uh, for me, I like the... Uh, uh, <laughs> The Purge t-shirt I got because I was actually able to select one that was in my size. So that was, <laughs> that was handy. Uh, I would have liked the shirt that I got at uh, the Warner Brothers party. They had you know a bunch of different designs that you could choose from. Uh, and I chose the I Love TV design and then also the Comic-Con 2018. And, but they... But the person who did mine, like, completely overlaid the Comic-Con 2018 over the top instead of slightly, you know, where I saw a few other people's uh, that had done, a, you know, had chosen the same things. But theirs were, like, just, a, you know, just the top part of it was overlaid so you could actually see both things. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you're getting a free t-shirt, you're not – it's hard – it's not like you can go – Dude, can you remake this? Like that's not. Uh, uh, so I, I would have really liked that because it would have been both like, uh, of the time. Like it would have been obviously a Comic Con 2018 thing, you know, piece of swag that I would have got. And then it also said, you know, I love TV and like sort of like eight bit type of graphic, uh, you know, like a eye and a heart and a, a little TV graphic. Um. Uh, and then the uh, the the Jack Ryan water bottle really is a nice quality, like heavy duty uh, a water bottle. Uh, so so that was pretty good. I'm trying to think of uh, if there was any. Well, the the other thing I did like, I I kind of wish I you know went back and forth. Like I like the idea of the you know the small frameable you know, 28th amendment or whatever for the, uh, uh, for the purge was, uh, kind of cool, but I went to their greeting card section <laughs> and I got a couple of greeting cards and they were all, you know, they were, they were all things like, uh, I mean, they had, they had them all sectioned off just like if, when you go to the green card section as a store or green card store, you know, like, uh, they had, you know, anniversary ones, but they were like, you know, for anniversary of, of the purge, you know, like, uh, but they were also like, uh, here's a card, you know, to say, you know, you know, get ready for your first purge. There were other ones saying, you know, like, Hey, let's stay in tonight. Uh, you know, that were like, uh, that you would send to, you know, a significant other or something like that. And, uh, but they all had, you know, various, uh, purge themes to them and, and stuff like that. So those were, uh, uh, those are pretty funny. So I got a couple of those. I, I I like those, but it was a. It was they had a, quite a select. They had a huge selection of greeting cards. Yeah, there's something probably, that's like a one-off little joke thing. There like, was probably fifty different yeah. cards. 
uh, to choose from. You know, like I said, they had them for like all occasions. You know, <laughs> it's like. Uh, but yeah, so that was uh, uh, it was a bit of a tough decision between the greeting cards, just because those were funny, and the you know the the frameable uh, amendment thing would have been kind of cool too. But uh, but yeah, those are. I think that's it on the on the swag front and the uh, the purchase. I don't think I really. I don't think I really purchased anything. I'm trying to think if I. Uh, I did forget that I did actually get a Family Guy Pawtucket Ale fanny pack at the Fox booth. So it was like fanny pack central. I think the only stuff that I purchased was food. <laughs> which takes us Speaking to the, which takes us to the next question. Uh, what was the best thing uh, you uh, ate? Uh, the best thing or things that you ate while you were there, Ray? Um, I don't remember food. <laughs> um, my PB and J in my room was pretty damn tasty. Not gonna lie. Uh, um, I don't remember anything else. I mean, we did the build your own taco thing. I mean, build your own taco, build your own nacho thing. But I didn't actually build my own nachos. I had tacos. tacos. <laughs> <laughs> and they were good. Um, I enjoyed Amory's nachos i don't remember what she got though because they weren't my build your own um i don't know as usual i love bar basic pizza um even though it was kind of a nightmare this year um i don't know that's really all i have i'm sorry what 12 people trying to get into a small little restaurant on the last day of comic con what's the nightmare about that right well and then i mean then none of them were like sharing, and I was just like, "Are you guys crazy?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, we uh, shared. We did share, and, and we bought the. I mean, I did yell at you, which I apologize for. We but did, we did ultimately we buy the appropriately sized pizza to share between three people. Uh, <sighs> Jason. <laughs> Jason would like me to say that the large was the correct size, even though I questioned whether we should get a small. <laughs> which. Uh, I still don't think it a, a small is a single person pizza, no. not a. Uh, not at this place. Not. Oh, okay. small, I've never been. There. Oh, I have been there in the past. That's the mashed potato pizza place, yeah, right? They have, they have two sizes of pizza, and one is pretty much shareable. The small one is shareable between like two people, especially if you're like getting salad or something else or whatever. Uh, and maybe for one person, if you're really, really hungry. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you got to be really hungry. Yeah, but uh, but I was like, uh, no, I think that would be a little small for three of us. Like, and uh, I concede to you that the large <laughs> was the correct size. We ate it all. Yes, we, we we cleared it off. Everybody else was taking boxes of their individual or single I mean, pizzas. boxes and boxes and boxes of pizza. And most and weren't they like, all leaving the next day? Yeah. Like, what yes. are they going to do with this food? <laughs> I'm not sure what uh, they did with it. Not sure what happened to it, but uh, but yeah. Some of it got in our in our lobby later, <laughs> but. Uh, what uh, uh, what about you, Kyle? I would say my most memorable <laughs> food that I ate <laughs> was my um, build your own nachos, which I got the the taco salad bowl, but with hashtag all the peppers, <laughs> which I regretted later. 
because those are some pretty spicy peppers <laughs> that stuck with me for the rest of the evening when I was trying to. Because um, didn't you get some get the... like some hot sauces and stuff on there too, along with all the peppers? Oh, I think I did. Yeah, I think I did get. Yeah, he hot got that sauce. like fire sauce, whatever yeah. it was called. No, no, that was on the side. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, but they had, yeah, because they actually had, you know, like you know, you could get jalapenos or you know chipotle peppers, Banana peppers. Or this pepper, like i just checked them all pepper. i mean you they give you your sheet and you check what you want so i'm like check 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 i also got like i think we were limited to like four meats and then you had to pay or something so yeah. i got my but one of my meats was like a bacon wrapped sausage so that was really like <laughs> i covered two so i really got five for the price of four um uh, or the bacon wrapped hot dog or something Yes, it was. But, a... I mean, that that was good. It was just uh, maybe a little bit too spicy afterwards. But uh, and then I did enjoy whatever wherever we ordered the pizza from that final night. Um, well, my yeah, that place was good. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was pretty good pizza. Once we uh, started with an F, I think. Yeah, and uh, but like couldn't get couldn't get delivered, and then a couple. What is Stacy and uh, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan decided. Well, we'll just walk over there and, and pick it up. Uh, and they did. And when they came back, they, it turned out there was just like one guy working in this pizza place that's near, <laughs> you know, that's near the convention, you know, nearish the convention center at Comic Con. And uh, but it ended up working out in uh, in our favor because he like gave them like an incredibly like smoking deal like on the pizzas uh that uh i'm pretty sure he gave the i'm pissed that nobody else is here to work tonight everybody gets all of the deals because uh, <laughs> yeah there was like nobody there was nobody like actually in the restaurant but so many people were calling in orders and for pickup or wanted delivery or whatever and he was in there just making pizzas by himself uh, but yeah, that was that was pretty good pizza. But for me, there's uh, there's three things that stand out. Uh, the first day I got the uh, I forget what exactly they call it, but it's French toast made out of Hawaiian sweetbread uh, at uh, the Broken Yoke. That was really good because uh, you know what's better than taking an already sweet bread and then turning it into French toast and putting more sweet stuff on top of it. Uh, uh, the other uh, was the uh, build your own nachos. Uh, that was really good because it's 10 bucks and it <laughs> comes out. That was one of those where uh, speaking of sharing Ray, where we may have, uh, <laughs> yes. that, that may have been a time where if we could have, between you know between people if we could have come up with uh you know that the problem was is that we had three people and we all kind of wanted different things on ours like uh ha i would not have wanted hashtag all of the peppers like i all got <laughs> i wouldn't either in hindsight <laughs> but it was good at the time it tasted uh, good hindsight no pun intended uh <laughs> there was uh Ew, come on <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a, uh, so that was the, that was the only problem. And then they, since it was only 10 bucks, we were just like, oh, I get it. But when they bring it out on this plate and it's stacked, like it's like eight inches high of nachos on a plate. That's like eight by eight. Uh, 
Uh, See, the salad wasn't that big. Yeah. My salad, I was easily able to to finish it. If you ordered the taco salad version, yeah. If you ordered the nachos the, were huge. Yeah, if you ordered the base as basically a taco salad bowl with lettuce in it, as, in a, as opposed to a pile of chips, uh, yeah, it was not quite uh, uh, as big or whatever, but uh, or as as daunting a stack of stuff. But and then you know there was some you know. Healthy lettuce under there, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that turned out to be really good, and uh, and then the last thing was uh, at a place called Breakfast Republic, I got the uh, Oreo cookie pancakes, which was a couple of uh, chocolate pancakes uh, with an you know with an Oreo cream flavored type of uh, cream in the middle, along with some crunched up actual Oreos. Uh, and, uh, that was really, it tasted like an Oreo. It was, it was that really good. That did look good. Uh, the, but, the, the, the serving, uh, like whatever Kate ordered with like three pancakes, yes, the that pan- was the <laughs> largest plate I have ever seen in my life. I've never seen, uh, you know, you think of the, you know, going to, uh, you know, you go to a bar or. Or something like that. You get a beer flight or a wine flight or whatever, and you get to, to taste a few different kinds. They had a pancake flight or a French toast flight. So you could choose one, you know, you could choose three different of their pancakes. Uh, and they would bring you out, you know, one of each on a plate that was about a foot and a half long. Uh, probably by about six eight inches at its widest part in the middle but yeah that was a really uh long plate but also just the idea of uh of a pancake flight you're like oh that's a uh definitely speaking of sharing the type of thing that you do you get a pancake flight for two or three people and everybody gets to try a little bit of a bunch of different pancakes and then you each get something else as uh you know like some eggs and bacon or something like that to uh uh to go with it uh, but those were, those were the three things. The uh, the donuts at Donut Bar were pretty good. Uh, but I was disappointed that by the time I got there, that they had sold out of the uh, butterbeer donuts. Uh, and speaking of uh, peanut butter and jelly, uh, the peanut butter and jelly donuts. Uh, so it's a little disappointing on the. Uh, on the selection of donuts, but, uh, still pretty good donuts. And, uh, if you like donuts and you want to get a drink, they call it donut bar because they have a bar as well. Uh, although I don't think they're really serving drinks like when they're open at like 7am serving, uh, the donuts in the, uh, in the morning, but in the evening you can get a donut paired with a nice, uh, beer. Get a mimosa in the morning. I mean, <laughs> it just doesn't appeal to me. Uh, the guys, uh, the guy or gal, whoever owns it, is making bank. The red Ferrari that was sitting out in front of it with the uh, that was uh, clearly marked as the donut bar car. So, like, uh, if that's <laughs> if that's the car that you can purchase to drive around by owning a donut bar, then I think they're doing pretty well on their sales of donuts uh, at that place. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, 
right. that does it for the food. Uh, anything else? Like any any other happenings? Like maybe I mean, since Amory's not here, I I think we should probably still maybe mention her uh, being awarded the first annual uh, pineapple <laughs> award. <laughs> For the pineapple game that was created on the fly over the course of four days in the uh, Bayfront lobby. Uh, yes. Congratulations to Amory. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to explain what the pineapple game <laughs> defeats the purpose of calling it pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that. Just, just know that that game, <laughs> there was no such game at the beginning of Comic-Con, and there was a game at the end of Comic-Con, and Amory won the first one, so. Uh, Let's just put it this way. Amory knows people. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I can recognize a celebrity, but I couldn't tell you what their name is. But And that's why I am not a winner of the... I will just, <laughs> I will just say, though... Uh, why am I blanking on people's names? Uh, was it Sarah that went running? Yes, Sarah. And uh, basically, it included uh, the recognizing of uh, celebrities and famous people from TV shows and movies and stuff like that. They were walking through the lobby, uh, and somebody. But as Kyle noted, you have to you had to know their names as yeah. well as recognize. Yeah, them. Not you couldn't just that, be like, "Oh, that's a celebrity." That's that guy from that thing or whatever. But anyway, somebody goes, "Hey, that was Rachel Bloom," and Sarah goes, "What?" She goes, "Yeah, she's just going to get on the elevator," and, and they're like, "Well, if you try, you might be able to catch her." And she took off running and jumped onto the elevator right before it was closing with Rachel Bloom. <laughs> And her bodyguard uh, and somebody else that had gotten onto the elevator and basically just proceeded to say everything that came to her head was just like, I'm really sorry, but I love you. And I just, and, I, and ended up getting a picture taken with her in the elevator and, and whatnot and, uh, and, and taking I'm a sure little I'm sure Rachel ride, Bloom has an interesting version of this yes, story. Sure. <laughs> I would love to hear the corresponding version of the story as to you what... can see it written up by her lawyer in the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but that had to be the best uh one of the best uh that had to top the uh bay the bayfront lobby moments <laughs> as the uh uh over the course of comic-con but uh but yeah all in all it was a good time uh lots of uh, uh lots of fun and food and uh was had lots of friends were hung out with and uh i was gonna say lots of fun and food and friends were had and that didn't seem like that was gonna sound right so uh but yeah that that's a different a, party yeah, that was, <laughs> that's a whole different con but yeah that'll do it i think uh for uh our little uh comic-con recap of uh what what kind of fun we had uh down there in San Diego uh, a few weeks back now, and we'll move on to the uh, the uh, primetime segment. First show is Younger, Season 5, Episode 9, Honk If You're Horny, which uh, seems appropriate given where we just left off with the recap. Uh, but, uh, Ray, you don't watch Younger. I don't. Uh, Kyle, what do you think of uh, Younger now that we've uh, 
people are certain to know what's now going that, on. Yeah, now that some people are figuring some things out, now that uh, some other people are being uh, coupled up. and uh... although, although it seems like they've just basically replaced one secret for another. So yes. now <laughs> instead of people finding out that she's old, it's like, oh, are they going to find out that she's dating Charles? And yeah. So they've just swapped that. I mean, I think... I, I think it would be good if Diana finally finds out Liza's secret. Not that she's dating Charles, because I don't think that yeah. really matters as much. Because she has her uh, honking boyfriend uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> there. Uh, yes, not honking boyfriend. Honking <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> um, And like they tried to introduce, in this episode, they tried to introduce some controversy between Liza and Kelsey where uh, like the relationship gets in the way and then it, it seems to magically get completely forgiven and, <laughs> and by the end of the episode where she's thanking her on the stage. So I, I don't know. They seem to be yeah. struggling for, for stuff to do now. Yeah, some of that type of storyline stuff like bothers me that you're like, at this point, uh, they've been together long enough. They've had each other's back in different situations that to think that you know, that somebody is, you know, actually, you know, when they did something on accident, that they were actually trying to harm something or do uh, something else or go around your back or something like that. Uh, uh, especially when you're also, <laughs> in the recent episodes, have been sleeping with your clients and coworkers. It's hard to be mad at you know, yes. <laughs> your counterpart for doing something similar. Uh and, and uh, you know, things that uh, come out of that. So, I mean, I like them together. Uh, it's... Uh... Oh, it's definitely better than if they had tried to put her back with Josh and started that whole thing up. Like, I'm glad that it's her and Charles, but... Uh, well, at least for... For now. <laughs> at least yeah. for now, until they do something. Yeah. But uh, I think you're right. I would like to see <laughs> uh, Diana find out, like... That that would be a good one. Like if that's the thing that gets found out by like the end of the uh, the season or something like that. Because, uh, uh, but I also like uh, Diana and Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. She. They, I like her role. That she's those she's two, suddenly this master PR person who can dig up dirt. Those two are uh, those two are fantastic together. So so yeah, that's. Uh, that's younger. I think we can uh, leave it at that and move on to uh, Trial and Error, uh, Season 2, Episode 5, A Change in the Team, and Episode 6, New Case, Old Murder. And, uh, Ray, you are watching Trial and Error. What did you think? What do you think of the season so far and where things, uh, you know, sort of got changed up here in the middle of the season? Um, I mean, I love this show. <laughs> Excuse me. It... So it, I don't think it's quite as great as the first season just because the first season of what they were doing with the first season. Um, but I do love, um, now I'm going to blank on names. Um, what's her name? Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. And. <laughs> I'm blanking on her. Oh, Lavinia. Yeah, Lavinia. Lavinia, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do love her and I was not surprised by what happened, but, um, I love where it's going there. 
Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened in the, like, I've just like mainlined all of the episodes. So, yeah, I like that. They've in that of where they're going with her character is they've also, you know, like they're riffing on like a real life, you know, a murder documentary <laughs> and, uh, and something that happened there. And then also having the, you know, and then also riffing off of things like serial and those type of podcasts and, uh, uh, within the show. Uh, but yeah, like you said, to find out that she's, you know, actually did it and, uh, and may have done many others, uh, is, a is quite a twist in, uh, definitely from where they went with it in the first season. Yeah. And I was surprised they, they did that like halfway through. Cause now we've got the whole second half of the season to now, try to prove she's guilty rather than try to prove she's yeah. innocent. So we're like doing the same thing, but different <laughs> or as the, what was it? Same new case, old murder. Like yeah. it's, uh... <laughs> well, I imagine it's going to be pretty fun to see um, all of the ways that his life ends up being, <laughs> I don't know how long they'll go with him being in danger. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm looking forward to what they do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do this show. Like, I just love like the clever writing. There's so many like puns, like the, the postpartum depression, depression. And like, they, they mix in all these like fun, like play on words. Like, um, oh, there was some great stuff with, um, with what's his name? Uh, uh, who's the, the dumb guy? Uh, <laughs> Oh, Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne. Yeah, like they're like how they, they continue <laughs> to go back. One. They continue to go back and use like his last name, like it means something in that town. And so, like they like, oh, you pulled a, a read. Or... <laughs> you guys, this is not related to Dwayne, but the woman crossing or the woman, uh... lady driver, <laughs> the lady driver. <laughs> I love that. What I love their dedication, <laughs> but it makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> I mean, I do love that about that was something in the first season where I was like, this show is good at doing the so many times it's not funny, but they keep going. So they circle back to it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like even with with Anne's like all her various like um, her, weird il illnesses her, and her ailments. inappropriate laughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they brought that back in from before. <laughs> when when uh, she checks the body that they find and she's like, she's dead, and then she just starts laughing. <laughs> she's like, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, the uh. Although the the spontaneous jumping out of her seat in the first episode is one of the funniest sight gags in the whole show uh, thus far. Because uh, that was like a new ailment that she didn't have. Uh, but she has acquired since then. And uh, uh, But yeah, just the... I like the whole thing with Anne... Uh, Talking about how uh, office morale is down. <laughs> office morale is down, and she's the only she's the only one left. 
Because, like, half the staff has been fired, and there's only two of them. <laughs> and then she's worried about the Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does the, uh, what was the secret Santa? And she goes, oh, I don't know, Santa, but I hope yeah. he doesn't have me. This show, like, just so many layers to every episode. You could rewatch it and find new things every time. I also and, think, and like you said, yeah, good. Well, I also think that like uh, on a rewatch, like to be able to rewatch it all at once, I think just the way the show works in that faux documentary style and that it follows one, you know, overall, like one story per season, uh, you know, even though it has, you know, things happen in each episode uh, that it's, it's a highly bingeable or highly like watch all at once type of, uh, or in a short period of time, uh, type of show. Like it would totally, uh, totally work in that format. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, and like you said, they, they have such attention to detail, like of what they're parroting, whether it's some like ancient law that like the lady driver thing where they tell you, oh, no, this isn't real. Like it's real somewhere. Or like here they have like the, that they have that podcast. It's like a play off of the S town podcast. And then this most recent episode, they basically pulled the jinx with her in the yeah. bathroom with their hot <laughs> mic. So like, there's all these like fun, like references to, to figure out uh, real things that, that happened. And like, they even have that whole, you can listen to that, um, what is it? F Town? What do they call it? Like, there you can listen to the her whole podcast. You can listen to the M Town podcast or M Town. Yeah. yeah, you can, uh, or or you can, uh, if you want to watch it, they put the uh, the video version of it up on YouTube and stuff like that. That, uh, and so there's lots of graphics and pictures and things like that that go along with it. That. Uh, you can listen to the audio as a podcast, but you can watch the others, and it and it plays as some of the you know murder documentary type of format things that you've seen, you know, and and stuff like that too. So like the attention to detail to what is a, a actually just like a, an extra piece that's not really you know this like uh, that they're actually creating the episodes and using stuff from. Uh, the episodes for each episode of the podcast is uh, is pretty entertaining as well. Yeah, that's definitely uh, that's definitely worth a, a checking out as well. Uh, we'll put uh, we'll put some links to that in the show notes so uh, you can uh, easily find it that way if you want to. If you're enjoying trial and error and want to add some extra extra fun to the proceedings. Uh, it's really well done. Like it's some of the best extra content add to a show that I've seen. That uh, you didn't even know you needed, but once you watch it, you're like, I need to watch. <laughs> I need to watch every episode of this this podcast now. But yeah, that was uh, that, that was uh, that was really. Oh good. my god. When Dwayne says <laughs> when she's questioning Dwayne about going down the. How did you, what did she say? How did you find it? Or she said, how did you find it? And he said like dark and something like she's asking, like, how did you find this? The, what is that called? The, the, call that? the, the Dutch, like, uh, it was the rum. It yes. Was, it was the rum something. something, the rum hole or the, 
The rum hole, should, yes, it yeah. was the rum hole. <laughs> I was going to say, it was a pun, so you should know it. Um, when she asks how he found the rum hole, and he doesn't tell her like how he literally found it, he tells her how the rum hole felt to him. Like, <laughs> Sorry, it just came to me while we were talking about it. I was just like, Dwayne. I just <laughs> Anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, that was. Uh, there's so many different, uh, just like little jokes or little things or just you know, little situations that happen. Like when he's trying to explain the various, uh, you know, they've got the murder board, but then now they've. Got, oh my god! But they've also got the father board. And the, She's like, and um, the, this is a little stalkery. <laughs> And then, the, yeah, like the, the the dating board or whatever they're calling the hookup board or whatever they were calling that one. Uh, uh, but yeah, but they, <laughs> but just the sheer just the sheer number of photos and clues from like going into his trash and all kinds of things that it was like a way better board than anything they've ever done on one of the real cases. <laughs> I, I did also I did also love the line when they're looking at the hookup board, they're like, if the condom fits, you and Nita did it. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's like, these this is the exact size and kind <laughs> of condom that he bought at you know 929 on <laughs> uh but yeah, definitely show so funny. <laughs> it's so so good. Uh, but uh, I think that'll uh, that'll do it for the prime time segment. We'll move on to uh, uh, to the uh, recommendation segment, and uh, we talked uh, we talked a little bit about uh, uh, the Jack Ryan experience at uh, Comic Con, and um, I'm gonna say that's my uh, recommendation for uh, upcoming. Upcoming that they go do the Jack Ryan yeah, experience. Is, is head to San Diego, see if you can find it still put up there. Uh, no, is the Jack Ryan series. Seen the, uh, seen the first episode, uh, but uh, I can't remember if it's still under embargo yet. So I'll just say that uh, you should watch it. That's no no actual review or anything about it. Uh, now, but, as uh, someone who's never seen any of the Jack Ryan movies. Should I have watched the movies before watching the TV show? No, you don't need to uh, have seen the movies before. But I also say, what? Why? <laughs> you, you've never seen. You've never seen any of them. You've never None seen, of them. You've never seen Hunt for Red October. You've never nope. seen. Like, what's wrong with you, that's, Kyle? That's I, a, I don't know. I think I. You're not I didn't allowed back one, on the podcast like, I can't until watch you've the seen next at one. least one Jack Ryan movie. <laughs> I mean. At least the hunt for Red October. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Uh, so disappointed. Uh, and not really. But. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's been a good number of them with various people playing Jack Ryan. Like a lot of them. <laughs> there's four of them, right? Five of them? <laughs> there's. How many did Harrison Ford do? I mean, did at least not three, even right? Air Force One. Oh, I've seen Air Force One. Is that Jack Ryan? I don't think that's Jack Ryan, right? No, it's not Jack Ryan. Um, but uh, he did. He did uh, clear what? Clear and present danger. Uh, Patriot Games. 
So there's Hunter Red Cover, Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, The Sum of All Fears, and Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Yeah, Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit is uh, Chris Pine, and some of them. Then there's Ben Affleck. Then there's two. Then there's two Harrison Fords, and then the first one was Alec Baldwin. Yeah, there was only two Harrison Fords. He didn't do a third one. No, just Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger. So yeah, Mm. but yeah, you don't uh, you don't need to have seen all of those. This is, uh, I mean it. It's. Just it's a like new, an origin. It's a new telling of the story of that character, and uh, and uh, it's not uh, it's not totally an an origin story. Like you're, you see his. He's already past working, her, right? but, uh, Yeah, he's he's working at the CIA, uh, but uh, but yeah. So, but I think this it's this is sort of like the thing that's the impetus that turns him into uh, more of uh, out and about as opposed to working at a desk and compiling things on uh, computers and whatnot uh but uh but yeah that's uh that's my recommendation coming up on uh premieres on august 31st on uh on uh, amazon prime and uh definitely uh definitely worth checking out how about you kyle uh, so my recommendation is something, I guess, similar in tone. It's uh, coming out this Tuesday on Blu-ray is Strike Back Cinemax Season 5. So this is like an action series about an international covert ops team called Section 20. Um, they had like an original UK season years ago, and then Cinemax rebooted the show, um, giving like these two male lead characters and that ran for four years, and then it ended ended a couple of years ago. And now they're rebooting the show again, now with two male leads and two female leads who are all working together as like the newly formed Section Twenty. Uh, it's pretty much like a popcorn film, but in TV series form. So like, there's an overall mission where they're trying to stop these like international terrorists, but. Every two episodes pretty much makes up some, like, mission towards that goal. So, I mean, it's got a lot of action and humor, and since it's Cinemax, there's the obligatory gratuitous nudity and sex scene per episode. Um, But since this is, like, pretty much a reboot, you don't have to have seen the show before to to really enjoy this new season. Uh, And I'm actually giving away a copy of the Blu-ray on my blog, noreruns.net. And there's a entry special entry option for listeners of this podcast. Uh, so in the bonus entry field, you can just put in like uh, strike backs times three. You can spell it all out or not. doesn't matter. Um, and so I also have a, a review of the season there if you want to read that. But uh, go ahead and enter to uh, win a copy. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I recommend it. And we'll have uh, links to all of that uh, in the show notes as well. And uh, how about you, Ray? You got to... Um, in all the copious TV I watch, <laughs> I, really, I mean, I watched a lot of Nailed It on the plane. That is a lot of fun, that show. So, I mean, I guess if you haven't seen Nailed It, did but they? I feel like everybody will have seen it by now, but what? I said, did they? <laughs> Not did really. they nail it? Yeah. If the... If what they were trying to nail was disaster and laughter, <laughs> sure. I mean, this is what I will tell you. My coworker was sitting like behind me on the plane, like we are both in an aisle seat, but she's in the one from across 
and one one row behind. And she was like, it was both fun to just watch what was happening on your screen, but also watch your reaction, like your horrified reaction to what was happening on the screen. <laughs> but, so. then not, but then not be able to hear what was happening on the screen, but hear your reaction to what was happening. Correct. That was screen. what she meant. Like just, she didn't need to hear what they were doing. She just liked seeing my like recoil when I saw like the girl flip the pan over and pick up the cake pan and it just ran. Like it was all liquid. <laughs> So are you going to be applying to be on Nailed It and show them how it's really done? No, because the whole conceit of the show is that you can't do it, man. So you have to fake it, and then you'll be amazed by your skills. <laughs> right? Well, first of all, they set them up for failure because there's no way in hell. Oh, it's impossible. Those cakes do are the ridiculous. stuff in the time frame they give you. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like, I watch some of them, and I'm like... I don't even think I'd have my cakes baked in this amount of time. <laughs> like, how could you bake the cakes and have them cold enough to decorate? Seems impossible. <laughs> so, but I enjoy it. It makes me laugh. So I think that's all that matters. That's good. Then it sounds like they nailed it. Yep. So uh, on that note, we'll uh, bring this uh, podcast to an end. Uh, as always, you can find uh, links uh, to our recommendations, uh, the news stories, links to the uh, M-Town uh, podcast and the giveaway of Strike Back that uh, Kyle has running. We'll have links to all of those. And then also where you can uh, find uh, and contact us. Uh, all of that in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 397. And uh, if you want to be... Notified as, as soon as possible when new episodes come out, uh, please uh, subscribe. Go to uh, tvtimes3.com slash subscribe. And it has uh, a bunch of uh, links and buttons there that can take you to uh, various places to subscribe if you're not subscribed already. For example, if you click on Apple Podcasts and you're on an iPhone, it'll take you right to the podcast app and subscribe to the podcast. And, uh, and then from then on out, you'll get notifications as soon as uh, new episodes are released. Uh, same goes for if you click on Google Podcasts or various other uh, options on the list, uh, depending on the type of uh, device that you use. It's the best way to get uh, notified as soon, like I said, as soon as episodes are available. And uh, with that, uh, thank you, uh, Ray and Kyle, for uh, joining me on episode 397. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being had. <sighs> like all those friends at Comic Con. <laughs> 